0: Welcome back, Brain Phenomena fans. Today, we will be talking about how the brain choreographs complex movements like hitting a tennis ball, shooting a three-pointer in basketball, or hitting a six in cricket. First, let us start with the basics of muscles. There are generally two types of movements for muscles. Extending, called extensors, and flexing, called flexors. Extensors extend, like the name suggests, and flexors pull muscle back to their joints. Muscles are also made up of smaller units. These are called muscle cells, which then make up muscle fibers, which in turn, make up the full muscle. Next, let's talk about the types of movements. There are voluntary movements. This is when you want to move, like picking up a coffee cup or pressing a button. Involuntary movements are movements that happen without your conscious control. Your heart beats without you thinking about it, and your stomach digests without conscious effort. And so do a lot of other organs. Now that we have the basics of how some muscles work, let us talk about the brain each muscle fiber is controlled by an alpha motor neuron these neurons command each muscle fiber and sometimes multiple multiple motor neurons are called motor units another important place in the brain is the motor cortex which is a part of the cerebral cortex the thin outer wrinkly layer you see of the brain it handles a lot, a lot of skilled movements we see athletes do The cerebellum, one of the densest parts of the brain, containing more than half of all of our neurons, helps with these skilled movements. The pons, a part of the brainstem, helps with breathing. Finally, the peridectal gray matter, a part of the spinal cord, is a large junction that kind of acts like a mini-brain that decides what to move and where, but is being controlled by the master brain. Movement is definitely a complex system, but with such a complex system, many things can go wrong. For example, ALS, known as amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, is a neurodegenerative disease that causes paralyzation of voluntary muscles and eventually death when your essential organs stop moving. People diagnosed with ALS usually die within three to five years of diagnosis. There's currently no cure and no drugs that can slow or stop the process completely. Note that some people, like Stephen Hawking, have lived for more than 50 years after diagnosis. Another major motor disease is Parkinson's disease, where people start having tremors and loss of movement. People don't usually die directly from the disease, but instead, because of the tremors, slip and fall and get seriously injured. Parkinson's is usually in elderly people. It is caused by the loss of neurons in the substantia nigra, an essential part of the brain for movement. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you haven't already, go to www.brainphenomena.org to see our blogs and learn more about the brain. This article is made solely from my knowledge on the, of the brain. Again, thanks for listening.